Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up? What up? What up? Like the song says, let's let the episode begin. And at this point, you damn well better know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across from me is my homie, the one and only. Well, I don't know what rhymes with that. <laughs> Say what's up, my man. You ain't going nowhere. I got you for 60 minutes of playtime. <laughs> the Savage. What's going on? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Big Nasty, a.k.a. Suckerfish Sav, a.k.a. Squawkwaman, a.k.a. Woo. I'm bringing them all back. Man. I love it. Yeah, I like to no. keep it fresh, man. I'm impressed, yeah. Keep it fresh, man, a.k.a. Your boy... <laughs> Savage Davis Jr., baby. What's mm-hmm. going on, yo? Yo, rascal, you look at you, man. Janksy Poo, baby. What's going on? <laughs> Another day hard at it, my friend. Oh, yes, sir. You know, it's very rare that I can't come up with a rhyme. In the, and I, I usually generally use the same rhyme scheme, but I said, my homie, the one and only, get up on your microphone and... I was like, what, co- what, what, where do I go there? Get on your microphone and don't be phony. There you go. Oh, man. Get on your microphone because you know you like baloney. That'd be like an old like 1980s rap. Like I could totally hear Biz Marquis saying some shit like that. <laughs> it ain't no anniversary, but I do like Tony, Tony, Tony. Woo! It's your anniversary. Yeah, baby. Oh, I love Tony, 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 man. Never got a chance to see them live back in the day. I saw a lot of R&B live, but I didn't get to see them. But boy, that album with uh, with Anniversary and It Never Rains and Southern Cali... Oh my God, It Never Rains and It Feels Good. It feels good. It feels good. I love that shit. That's a great album, man. Tony, Tony, Tony. I don't know. That might be just what the album's called, but yeah, that's a great album, man. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down, bro. Just give yeah. me a word. I'll rhyme. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed in my intro skills there. I'm I'm the 
You know, the self-proclaimed rapper. I'm putting up question marks right now, or quotation marks, rapper. Putting up question marks? Yeah. I'm using my fingers and doing the, I should say, quotation marks. I'm the quote, unquote, so-called rapper of the group, and I couldn't think, couldn't come off the dome very well there. A little disappointed, but nah, man. So you're the rapper. I'm the DJ and the rapper. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, man. Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, fair to Midland. Yeah. <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well, while I'm he- while I'm here thinking about it, Happy Father's Day, my friend. Oh, thank you, sir. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day to you as well. Father's Day, of course, was yesterday. Yes. If you're listening today on monday right the 20th yes yeah or at 21st yeah my days are all yeah wrong. i'm off but anyway yeah, yeah 21st, father's sorry. day was yesterday sorry. father's day was the 20th today of course is the 21st yes if, if you're listening on release day monday yesterday was the 20th <laughs> which was father's day <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm about to call timeo. Yeah. <laughs> See what's going on. Now. There's a variant. There's a variant in the timeline. We're we're in trouble here. No, but man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. You know, gotta give. Gotta give a shout out to my pops. Uh, I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for him. I uh, got so much love and respect for him. And uh, being a father now, I really can see what he went through. Uh, and just you know, enjoying the journey and enjoying the ride now myself. And having uh, two sons and a daughter and a stepdaughter, it's uh, what an incredible ride and, and an amazing day. I actually celebrated Father's Day um, a week early because my son's going to be out of town on a fishing trip. So we spent the day, we went to Sacramento. It was record store day when we celebrated. So we did what, I had a day where I did just what I love, the thing I love the most. We hit three record stores. We hit two video game stores. I was looking for some classic video games. I was looking for some certain records. Uh, We ate, we had pizza, we had frozen yogurt, and then we got back home and my son took me out to dinner um, and uh, took me to, you know, one of my all time favorites, Mexican food. He said, dad, you hungry? I said, yeah, I'm hungry, man. What, how about you? And he goes, yeah, let me take you out to dinner, man. It's Father's Day, I wanna do that for you. So amazing, man. We went out, had a great dinner. I had an amazing day of, you know, just, doing everything that I love. And that's what, you know, every dad deserves that to, to just to be able to, to, this is your day, right? To do what you want to do. Like, cause that's what a good father does, right? He sacrifices what he wants, what he needs for his children. So there should be one day a year where dad just does what he wants to do for himself. And, and man, that's what I did, but I got to spend it with my wife and spend it with my son. And it was incredible, man. I enjoyed it. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that listen to the 209 Till Affinity podcast. Respect, and I hope you enjoyed it. You hear that, Justin? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Tell him, Sav. I know it's hard because you're in South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, but uh, he'll be out here in August, so that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, well, hey, well, you guys have a, a little bit of a late celebration, but it's still a celebration nonetheless. That's right. You should pay dinner. Pay for dinner. <laughs> Take me to the record store. Yes. Yes, sir. You said you wouldn't be the man you are without your dad. Correct. You wouldn't be anything without your dad. Correct. You I wouldn't be you here. You wouldn't be a thing. Period. No. Nah. Yes. But also, you wouldn't be who you are without your dad. No. Correct. Uh, super big shout out to my pops. Uh, I, uh, I too, would not be anything without my dad. And also, I wouldn't be the man I am without my dad. Absolutely. Um, uh, especially for me... And you know my dad. My dad is, uh, you know my dad and my mom, but my yes. dad is 
outgoing, funny. Yes. And uh, I get a lot of my skills and a lot of uh, things uh, from my dad. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so uh, I like to say that my dad gave me the, uh, you know, the groundwork, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I like to think that I took it to the next level. Yeah. And uh, uh, some people might disagree. I didn't know my dad when he was, uh, you know, younger. So, but sure. I, I, uh, I uh, definitely uh, got a lot of my, who I am, my personality is from my dad. So, yeah. Oh. Same here, 100%. You know the old saying, the apple don't fall far from the tree, right? I mean, it's very true, man. Like, we all, as teenagers, think we're so cool and so much better than our parents and we're never going to be like them. Eh, wrong, incorrect. That's embedded into you. It's in your genes. And if you're lucky, you will grow up to be some kind of version of them, uh, but, but also with yourself as well. But you're going to take all that positivity and all those things you learned and then transfer that into your life. And, and if you're lucky, you'll have parents that you don't mind growing into. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not everyone does. Not everyone's blessed to have that. But I think you and I were and are. Um, and uh, Hashtag yeah. blessed. Yes. 100%. 100%, man. So, yeah, I had a great Father's Day. Um, and so... Yeah, man, I, I cannot complain. I'm very lucky. You, you said it blessed. It's probably a great term. Um, and, and yeah, man, I just just keep it pushing and keep it moving and try to be the best dad I can be. They're, they're getting older now, man. I, I only got one left in the house. Well, my stepdaughter and my son, they're both the same age. So I've got two left that are 17 and now going into their senior years of high school. Uh, so... And I hit you up because my son's playing football this year for the first time. And one of the games is in uh, is in Modesto. And I said, Savage, man, put it down on your calendar, man. There's They got a game coming up. Or was it, did I say series or Modesto? Uh, I, I forget. think it's a beautiful series, California. Okay, yeah. Max was so excited, dude. He Let me tell you a quick story. I'm very proud of my son. As a father, man, he has wanted to play. My son was born with very mild cerebral palsy. So he has, this causes seizures. So from birth, he's on medication that stops these seizures. Well, as he's gotten older and gotten stronger, he's had less and less and less seizures. Well, he just got his driver's license. He's just had his first real job. And now he's finally been cleared because he's gone so many years without a seizure. They have finally said he could play football. I mean, he's played basketball. He's done cross country. He's done track. He's done baseball. But apparently there's like another level to football where they were just worried that uh, maybe Hell Week, you know, the intense practices and the heat and all the padding, that it could cause him to have a seizure. So they never allowed him to play. But he... What I'm, what I'm really proud of him and what he's done, and I told him this when we went to dinner for Father's Day, I told him how proud I was of him. He never let his pride get in the way of wanting to be part of the team, no matter what it took. So when he was young and there were the junior Mustangs prior to high school, they played, they played peewee league football, junior Mustangs. Pop Warner. Pop Warner. He was the water boy. And there's a lot of kids that would, their pride wouldn't allow them to do that that's not cool that's not hip you know hip probably not a word these kids are using but yeah you know that's not cool they're gonna think i'm stupid they're gonna think i'm goofy the water boy there's a movie right it's, it's totally not bussing right there's a movie where the water boy adam sandler is it's just a big giant idiot who's picked on so like and he did that and because max is max not only did he do it and he did it with pride and he loved doing it but he got so much respect for the team and he did that all the way up into high school. 
He continued to do that. He just wanted to be part of that team in any way, shape, or form so bad. And I'm so proud of him as a father for that. Like, I don't know if I would have had the guts or the balls to do that as a teenager, to be the water boy. And now he's finally getting his time to shine and play. And he's been telling me about practice and texting me when the games are coming. And he's so excited. And I just wanted to take a moment to say how proud I am of this kid as a father. I mean, to see him now driving and to see my baby, my youngest, driving, having his first job, being a senior in high school and now getting to play, having a dream fulfilled and play football, man. Um, I can't wait to watch his first game. And I'm just so proud of him as a father, man. And uh, amazing, man. It's it's crazy. We're getting old, Savage. And it's it's funny to watch, man. But it's amazing at the same time, man. Bill, are you fighting off some cavalry tears right now? A little bit. A little bit, My man. man. I, I'm so happy for him, dude. You should be, dude. And let me tell you something, man. Like, do you know how many people, A, wouldn't have done it because it wasn't cool? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many people would have quit? Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and I'll say this, like, good on the other kids that, like, gave him the respect. Huge all the way Not around. like, yeah. you know, like Waterboy, like you said, they made fun of him. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that could have been discouraging for him, too. You just think about happened. the term Waterboy. It's got negative connotations. It, 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 it doesn't sound positive in any way, shape, or form. When you say, oh, you played Waterboy, right? Like, that's not like, like... But it's an important job. It's got to get done. Those kids get dehydrated. They fall out. Man, he ran out there with those waters. Like, it like hustled. Like, you would have thought he was on the, you know, somebody was at a, had a stopwatch and was timing him. Like, he was into it. Like, and yeah, man, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, it's crazy. Uh, so, uh, Max, good on you, dude. I'm excited to see you play. Uh, you and I have always been really cool. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. He loves you, man. He's caught. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I play Spider-Man. Yeah, PS4. <laughs> he does too, man. Yes, he does. All right, all right. All I don't right. know if he drops into Verdansk. I think he's got Call of Duty, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got that game. Ah, man, I'm just excited. Max is a cool kid. Like, I, like, like I told you, man, he's one of the few under 18 people I allow on my Instagram page. Right, correct. Yeah. Which is uh, quite an honor, it Sir is. Maxwell. You, yes, he should be are, honored. You're quite welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it, young man. <laughs> 100%. So, yeah, I'm so excited for that, man. I, I cannot wait to see that first game. And the fact that I get to come down here and share that experience with you, man. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other level of awesomeness. Good man. times, man. Congrats. For dude. sure. Should be good, man. Should for be sure. Good. Looking forward to it. You're going to be proud, Pop. I'll bring the Kleenex for you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I got to tell you something, bro. Tell me something. Whoosh. Dude, I, I, I would remiss to say, and I did, I noticed it right when I came in before we started recording. I said, Savage, you rocking a little a little bling bling there? You, you got something. You're iced out there. You're a little icy right now. Jewels. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that ring you're wearing, my friend. And I said, let's talk about that. Let's, uh, why don't you let the people know? I mean, they can't see it. So why don't you describe it and let them know where you got it and why? Well, what I'm rocking. Savage is not a jewelry guy. Let's it's just true. start by that. It's true. I'm not. I mean, I, I, I mean, wear I, a watch. I do have a smart watch. Right, correct. Mostly because I'm smart. 
Yes. And I was Mostly. like, I should have a watch that shows that. <laughs> also, the the reason I like the watch, I, well, A, I got a good deal on it when I got my new phone because it was like a package thing. Anyway, uh, but I do like the little things that are really uh, more accessible. Like, sure. Uh, and then the, the step tracker, the little fitness thing. Yes. Like, you know when you're not moving, it tells you to fucking start Yeah, moving. yeah. Get hey, how about up. get up? Yeah. And you could be like, not now, or like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, watch. One of my favorite things about the smartwatch is I'll kind of be sitting or whatever, like working. It usually was it at home. But like, I'll be sitting working, right? And like, I won't move for a while. And then I'll get up and I'll go to the bathroom. And then as I'm going to the bathroom, like my my, my wrist will buzz. Yeah. And it'll be like, great job, because I moved. Yeah. I was moving. <laughs> but it just seemed like my watch is like, hey, great job going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, Samsung. Positive reinforcement, no matter what it's for. I yeah. know I do good in the potty. Yeah. Because <laughs> my phone tells me. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I said, let's talk about. Uh, so what I'm wearing right now is, uh, or I got on the old, uh, on the old finger is I've got a, a nice. Uh, it's called fake gold. Correct. So it's uh, it's not real gold, but faux, faux gold. <laughs> uh, but it is very nice, and that uh, Bill, if you want to hold it, you can attest to it's not being light. I like. Oh hell no, that's got some weight to it. Let me put it on. Oh yeah, dude! It feels like if if I was to get into a bar fight, like right, and I I could hurt, I could do some damage with this, right? Yeah, so that's, so that's a yeah, that's nice, man. That's quality. Yeah. That's definitely not cheap. Yeah, so it's well made, I it, should say. It is a uh, it is the Transambird mm-hmm. from the hood of a Transam, like a Firebird logo. Yeah, yeah. Firebird Transam, uh, and on a ring, and it is not small. It's uh, I would say what. How, how big is that? Um, well, it, it covers two fingers. It yeah, covers the, your ring the, finger the, the and wings. your pinky finger. With the wings. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, where this came from was, it was not cheap, by the way. Uh, mm, okay. It, it was. I haven't uh, looked into the pricing on his jewelry. Yeah, this was $90. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and uh, so when you told me this was impulse, this was a real impulse. Yeah, one. yeah. Because I, I know uh, how you are with your money. Yeah. Okay. Don't mess with my money. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Scotty okay. Coop. So this meant something to you. This yeah, was important. It did. And, okay. And so you know what? So but let me start with what it was. I had decided my boy Chatterpatter was uh-huh. getting married. Right. June fifth, and uh, you know he was getting married out on a ranch in right. Turlock, and right. I was like, what's the uh, What's the attire? Right. He's like, it's whatever, man. It's out on a ranch. You know, there's going to be people that are casual. Some people are going to dress up. And so I had a plan. I was going to go full slum. Ah, okay, okay. I bought a vest. I bought some patches. I bought uh, a hat. I was going full Slamerican. Okay. Uh, And then I got thwarted because my... So one of my patches was... The Transambird. Right. The Firebird. Okay. And I was going to have it sewn on the back of a vest that I bought. Okay. And I was basically going to have like a biker vest, except for that it was not leather. Correct. It was yeah. like, you know. Got you. Like camo. Like it was like yeah, yeah. country. Like, yeah, yeah. Country. Got you. And uh, I emailed the lady. I bought it off Etsy. And I was like, hey, what's the turnaround time? Just because I wanted to know. Like. I'll probably still get it because I already bought it. I just want to know if it's going to be here in time for the wedding. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll send it out Monday. And then I was like, oh, it'll be here like a week and a half for the wedding. Plenty of time for me to find somebody to sew it on, get it all done. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She emails me on Monday and says, 
hey, I sent it express, so you'll get it faster. And I was like, cool. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I was like, yeah, do you yeah, want yeah. some more money for shipping? She's like, no worry, man. You're very kind, and it's the least I could do. And I said, cool, man. I appreciate that. Thanks. Here's the problem with her sending it express. Uh-huh. Express requires a signature. I just started a new job. Uh, I'm not home. Oh, damn it. So then now, she didn't. it didn't get delivered. It got. I got a letter on my door. The post office is only open from 830 to 5. Uh, so now I can't shit. get it. Yeah. And then the only opportunity for me to get it was Saturday. Right. And uh, my pops was dealing with some stuff. Saturday wasn't an option. No. So I worked my day around. Like they said, we'll hold it for five days. I went to the post office. I worked my day around. I was able to work from home one day. Went to the post office on the fifth day. They already sent it back. Oh, I lost. I lost my shit. Since when are they that efficient? I really, (laughs) really, really try not to go full Karen. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to be that guy. Right. But I was like, it says you'll hold it for five days. She's like, yeah, but you're past your days. And I was like, no, I was like Saturday or Friday, Saturday. That's two. Right. Sunday, you're closed. Monday was a holiday. That's a Memorial Day. Correct. Right? Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Today's the fifth day. She's like, I don't know what to tell you. It already got sent back. And I was like, tell me that you're going to go get it. Like, right. You're like, going to make this right. I was like, like any other job is supposed to do. I yeah. was like, <laughs> you guys don't do anything on time. This one you send early. Right. Yeah, you decided and to be And she extra was efficient. basically like went full DMV on me. Yeah. It was like, you want to talk to the supervisor? And I was like, for what? There's not going to do anything about it. It's yeah. already gone. You guys already sent it back and you shouldn't have. Right. And I go, somebody paid extra money for this. And right. now it's not here. Right. And I, I was like, suck, because it was like, remember Liar Liar? Yeah. He's like, what are you going to do about it? nothing yeah i'm gonna piss and moan and bend over and take it in the tailpipe and the guy goes oh you've been here before (laughs) yeah i'm taking this yeah a little air car air freshener yeah yeah and that's basically it with places like the dmv and the post office and so i emailed her back and i was like hey they sent it back i don't know why i'm i just got into it with the post office so if you can just send it back normal, man, don't worry about anything. Just whatever. Just send it back. I yeah. appreciate it. Because at this point now, I'm not going to get it before the wedding. No. Right? So uh, I ended up having to uh, readjust my outfit. Yeah. I just went khakis. And one of the cool new shirts that I bought uh, prior to my getting my job was a black polo that had pink flamingos on it. Ah, okay. And so okay. Uh, it worked out. I, I didn't go slum, but I paid $90 for my ring. Right. So I wore my damn ring to the wedding. Hell yeah. And uh, I, got of, I got a lot of people asking me like, hey man, what's with the what's with the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like people are drinking and I'm not gonna get into it with people I don't know. Like, ah man, it's just something I liked. And you know what I mean? like. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of hippies there. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or it was Matthew McConaughey. One or the other. Yeah. Hey, hey man. Tell me a little bit about that ring. Yeah. Know? I want to know about it. Cool, man. Cool. I like the ring. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that when I'm like 
downtown Gotham, right? <laughs> and I'm about to take on the bat. Doesn't Matthew McConaughey drive a Trans Am in uh, Dazed and Confused? Maybe I'm thinking of a different car. I swear. That's it's it's he... definitely a Trans Am type. Guy. Yeah, it's it's in that ballpark. Totally a Trans Am guy. So anyway, that's why I got it. Okay, yeah. Now, the reasoning behind why I like that you said impulse buy, you said, hey, wait, no, 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 don't, don't tell me. Talk about it on the podcast. Correct, yeah. Is uh, we are fans of Yellow Wolf. I got this from Slamerican.com. Uh, there are certain things about Yellow Wolf and his uh, his style and his aura and his uh, I don't know what you would call it, but his uh, I think style is a good word. He style, has his own style right? for sure. That yeah. I do not lifestyle. Yeah, you might even lifestyle. American yeah, is yeah. a lifestyle that he lives by. Yeah. It's there's a lot of the things in there that I don't vibe with or isn't me like because he is from down south and down south is a little different gadston alabama Alabama. very small little country but there are some things about slamerican that i really do vibe with or i do associate with yeah because of my race because of where i come from because of how i grew up correct and that's Part of the draw for me to the Slamerican stuff yeah. is because I did come from the sticks. Yeah. I did come from the country. I did grow up. We we've talked about this at, at nauseum. Yes, we over have. years. Yes, that we were the only. There was only a few of us hip hop heads in this basically ninety nine percent white community. Absolutely, of country listeners, and you know what I mean. Yeah, and so. The sticks and the trailers and the and the being, you know, hick hop and all that stuff, like that shit really resonated with me. It still yeah. does to this day. Yeah, you gotta think in Gadsden, Alabama, there probably weren't too many other white boys rapping when Yellow Wolf was coming right. up and like you know, well, Yellow Wolf is forty. So he was probably coming up as a young man and I think he just turned forty recently. He's coming up as a young man in the deep south in the small town of Gadsden, Alabama in like probably the early eighties. You know, so he yeah. probably wasn't, he was probably alone in his passion for hip hop and wanting to rap, similar to how we were. Which is very much how we felt. Yes, absolutely. I loved hip hop and yeah. I, for the longest time, like I was, like I talked about, my first hip hop tape or music was the Beastie Boys that I traded something for the tape in sixth grade. Yes. In yes. Mr. Grimes's classroom. Yes. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then I came home and I put that in my little one tape, one speaker, little stereo thing that I had. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did it like this. I did it like that. I did it with a wiffle wall bat. So, so I'm on the run. The cat got my gun. Right about now, it's time to have some fun. The King Ed Rock, that is my name. And I know the fly spot where they got the champagne. Yes. Right? Six year, or not six year old, sixth grade savage. Like, that's where I fell in love with hip hop. You so, know what's interesting real quick about that song? If you go back and listen to that now, there's a country theme to that. Like, even though it is a very 80s New York beat, the whole setting of they're, they're in the Old West yeah. and they're outlaws and they're going to go shoot up the bar and, and rob it and steal the money and get back out on the road on their horses, you know, is and the sheriff's after them. Piano player. Could t- absolutely. They knock the piano player out and they stick the place up and they're riding horses and they're out in the desert with no beer and... I could totally see 
without the Beastie Boys, and, and it's I don't even think it's a stretch. You may not have a Yellow Wolf. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and now they're out. They're in the Old West. They're on horses. They're piano player, sheriffs. Very Old West. Yeah. Not sure where they got a wiffle ball back. <laughs> yeah, don't know. I'd have to track back. I got my six shooters out. I got my wiffle ball bat, Mike D. Yeah, I don't know the origin know. behind wiffle ball bats and where they came from, I, but I, I don't imagine cowboys were using them. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, listen yeah. I just said I'm smart because I have a smart watch. Yeah. I don't know. But if you said, are you, Scott, gun to your head, yes or no, did Wyatt Earp know anything about a wiffle ball bat? My answer is no. Yeah, your gut's telling you no. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's three things I love in this world, okay? My six-shooter, yeah. sarsaparilla, and wiffle ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hop on my horse right now and go meet up with the homies and play wiffle ball. We got a serious wiffle ball tournament coming up, boy. I tell you what, Doc Holliday got a wicked slider. Right yeah. Throw a wiffle ball with the best of All right, that cow pie right there is first base. Yeah. That cow pie is second base. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That cow pie right there. But so, your 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 love of yellow wolf so, and your passion. So I some of some of the things of his style and the American way of life really resonate with me. Right. One of those things is the Trans Am. Uh-huh. And the Trans Am Bird, the right. Phoenix Firebird. Right, right, correct. yeah. I wanted a Firebird when I was a kid. I wanted a Trans Am. Sure. Right? Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Right? I loved it. So that part of it, I love. Uh-huh. And so this has been something I've thought about. I was like, dude, what am I going to do with a ring? Yeah, am I, yeah. I don't wear jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. You've got m- some money. Yeah. If you want it, get it. Yes. You could wear it when you're recording. You could wear it when you dress up and you go to a Yellow Wolf concert. You oh, could 100%. You could wear it wherever, dude. You want to be maybe that's your thing now. Maybe you're the guy that's got the the the, the you know, the Firebird Transam. And I'll tell you what yeah. right now, I'm going to tell you right now. One of the things I'm going to buy too is they have the the ring with the Slamerican flag on it. Yes. yes right? Yeah. I'm going to get that. Yeah. I'm going to put it on the other hand. Yeah. And so that's just, it is what it is. It was something that I don't know why I wanted it, but I wanted it. Dude, and, and the thing that Yellow Wolf has done with the Slamerican brand is, like I said, it's not a brand. It's, it's a lifestyle. And it's his way of grouping his fans and his followers and making them feel like a family. Like... Slamerican is not a, uh, it's not just a brand. It isn't just something on a t-shirt or a ring that he wants you to buy. He wants you to feel like that you're a part of this big giant family and way of life. And, and if, and, and you fall into us like a Slamerican tribe, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I agree. I like, I love yellow wolf, but I go to his website and we've been to uh, a couple of concerts now. I bought one t-shirt, but I'm not like into skulls or, you know, eagles and like, and so there's a lot that I can't vibe with or feel. And it's hard because I grew up in an era where if you love an artist, like there were so many times I loved an artist. I dressed like that artist. When NWA was popping, I wore Raiders hats. Not a football guy, not a Raiders fan by any stretch. I wore Raiders hats because NWA did. Raiders jerseys, Raiders hats. 
uh, flannel shirts, red and blue flannel shirts. Like, I didn't know what the big deal is. Like, I'm wearing red and blue. Like, I don't see what the big deal is. You know, like, just because that's what NWA did, and I felt like I had to do it. When Hammer was popping, I wore Hammer pants and silky shirts and had big, giant, spray, straight-up hair. You know, like, I came from that era of when an artist... But I love Yellow Wolf, and I've gone to the website, but... Like, you know, I'm never going to have tats on my face. I'm not going to rock a mullet. And it's just so far, I, there hasn't been anything that's called to me like the way that ring called to you. Right. And I keep praying that every time we go to a show, but, and that's not just Yellow Wolf. We went and saw Snoop Dogg and I'm like, I'm just not feeling these t-shirts, man. And I love Snoop Dogg. Like, right. I can't get behind a lot of the merch lately and I want to. Because that's like, that's how you wear your flag to show that you're representing for this dude's team and that you're a fan and you want other people to know you're a fan. That's why you get the t concert t-shirt to say, hey, I was there and you weren't and you missed out, my friend, because this shit is bad ass. And so it sucks to go and not do that. And I, and I, and I want him to come up with something. I keep checking his website because he's the man and his his music's incredible um the last album is a phenomenal and i just want i want to represent but i haven't found that thing like you found with the ring yet well i'll tell you what how do you feel how do you feel about the mud mouth skull i like it there's a mud mouth sweatshirt on the website right now that I eyeball that I think it's 60, 50 or 60, I would pull, might pull the trigger. Cause I, cause I, cause I'll tell you, man, like I totally understand where you're coming from because there's a lot of stuff like, like I just, I'm not going to wear. Right. Right. Like yeah. for example, like locksmith, locksmith stuff to me, I just don't like, like I just, yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of stuff, but when he came out with the lockbuster. Yeah. Like, I've dug that. Yeah, because we grew up on right. Blockbuster. Absolutely. So, so like I was a, like, I feel that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, 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 and with all of the artists, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I've talked about this. Like, Tech Nine's a god. Yes. He is a merch god. He's independent. He is just, like, I think Yellow Wolf is following his... Oh, a, a like, lot of artists are. A yeah. lot. Of, like, E-40. He laid a, he laid a blueprint right, that a right. lot of artists E-40 are laid that. Uh, he followed Tech Nine's blueprint a little bit, right? But then yeah. decided, like, look... I got an idea with this alcohol stuff, and now he's just murdering and it with te- alcohol. And Tech Nine admits to following 40s blueprint right. for independent labels and right. starting your own label. So there's a there's a there's a pattern. There's definitely correlations for sure, hundred percent. But yeah. like Tech Nine, like you go on Strange Music, right? Yeah, they've literally got like hundreds and hundreds of shirts. Yes, right. And they're New Merch Monday. If you follow Strange Music, New Merch Monday all the time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's several stuff and styles and things that they throw on shirts. Like, I'm just not down with. Like, I right. just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not my style. Correct. But every now and then, I'll see something and I'll like, I've, I've sent you screenshots oh, before. No, no. Like, like yeah. yo, I'm feeling this. Like, I have a strange, a strange land shirt where it kind of looks like an old billboard kind of right that just is talks about strange music strange music. it's like it's just it's not a tech nine shirt it's right. a strange music shirt but i just like the way it looked yeah and there's certain things like right so like i get it dude yeah there's certain things and there's a lot of stuff about yellow wolf i don't like like on the like i said on this on the, with the merch that i'm not just not down with like yeah, i'm not yeah. a skull guy that much like or it's got to be the right skull sure i do like the mud mouth skull yeah i do I, it's 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 a little i don't know how to describe it's not it's a skull, 
but it's not as dark, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely makes sense. There's something a little different about it. And I was eyeballing the sweatshirt, and it's literally just the album cover on a sweatshirt. It says Mudmouth, and it, I was eyeballing that. That's probably the closest I've come to being interested in some Yellow Wolf merch in a long time. Like, I have the T-shirt from the first show we went to, because I was just so, it was my is first it, time seeing him. Is that the shirt that you did the Greaves song on? Yeah, 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 and it's like a skull, and he's got his hands over his face, and it says, like, 5150. And, it, and you know, I bought it because I'm a fan and because I, it was my first Yellow Wolf concert and I was blown away by him. I wear that shirt every once in a while, but I'm not 5150. I'm not crazy. I'm not like, you know, so it, it, it's and, and, it, and, it, and it goes as far as the Lego, the Lego, the logo is off kilter. So the logo's tilted. When I first got the shirt home, I went, what the fuck, man? I paid 30 bucks for this and, and the logo's crooked. But no, it's supposed to be because it's 5150 and it's crazy. And so there, I bought it, but it's like not my favorite shirt. I bought it because I wanted to represent and I was there and I wanted a memory from it other than just remembering the concert. Right. But yeah, I'm waiting to be for him to drop something that I just have to have. And he hasn't done it yet, but I know it'll happen. Well, I'll tell you this, like, and that's and that's and it's kind of the beauty of uh you know what we do like yeah we talk about how that's why it's so like we can like different things we can you know what i mean like it's the beauty of it yeah yeah, yeah. you know for like sure. it sucks a little bit for you because you do want to support this guy you just can't find something that you like i'm just waiting it's right? gonna happen eventually right. and yeah. so like for me like i'm a little different like i have a slow american hoodie yeah, it's just black and it just says American. Right, right, right. Very simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I like it. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like the Trans Am stuff. I like the the flag logo. So like that stuff works for me. But there's also stuff that I don't like. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a lot of like distressed, like like he's taking the sweatshirts and shooting them with like pellet guns and having yeah, he, them torn he, and ripped and like his style. Yeah. He's very much like he loves the fashion. Like he really gets into it. Yeah, low he calls it low fashion, Absolutely. like trailer park fashion. I don't want to pay sixty dollars for something with holes in it. You're just not gonna get me to do that. Like one of the best feelings in the world to me is putting on a new outfit and having it be a new and crisp and clean. Uh that first time, first couple times you wear something that you really like and it's new, I love that. So like distressed jeans where the, the knees are worn out or ripped jeans or a sweatshirt that's got tears in the back and, and is coming apart. I I can, I will not and cannot spend, bring myself to spend money on that. Uh, it won't happen. It's, it's yeah. no different than I, I think you're ridiculous if you buy jeans with holes in them. Yeah, no, that's, what, that's exactly not, what I'm talking about. But like, there's, there's people that the jeans do that. Now people, yeah. Where they look worn out. They're like pre-worn out already. Like, and I'm like, no, I'll wear them out myself. I don't need you to do it before I spend the money on them. Hey, <laughs> ch check this out, man. I literally got ass whoopings because I fucking tore the knees out of my <laughs> jeans. I got ass whoopings. That's embedded because in your Because I ruined yeah. my jeans. Yeah. So when I see them in the store with the fucking holes in the knees already, I get PTSD. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm like, if I walk into my mom's house in those... Even though I paid for them, the belt's I coming feel out. like I'm going to get a whooping. <laughs> you go right back to being young yeah, savvy yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, last episode. So that's the story behind uh, the savvy bling. Yes. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, man. I love it. I like the feeling. I don't I'm not I don't think I'm going to turn into this full Slamerican mafia. Right, right. M you know, mullet kind of way. I wish 
my Dakotas has a nasty mullet right now. It is fucking amazing, man. It works for some people. Yeah, it, I, my hair's not thick enough. It's right. just not, dude. I I I would I just can't. Oh, I rocked one hard in the nineties. Hard. I was. I had a. My hair, when it gets long, it gets curly. And so the whole thing about the mullet is it's really short on the sides, cleaned up on top, but long in the back. So I always wore a hat, much as I am right now today. So all you saw when I wore the hat, because the, the, the top was short, the sides were short, I just had this bush of hair in the back. Like, because when I got when it got long, it got curly. So I had this big, like, poof, coming out of the back, like a poodle out of the back of my hat. And I would take my hair hat off, man. And people would be like, God damn. Like I, I rocked a serious mullet in the early nineties, man. And, uh, and, and I remember the moment I cut my hair, somebody said, and I, cause it was long. And a couple people were like, Oh man, you cut your hair. But I had three or four people and I'm granted, remember I'm in high school go, man, you look a lot younger. And I'm like, shit, was that making me look old? I'm like 16 years old. What the fuck? Like, so yeah, never again mullet. That was the end. Got yeah. it. Hey, man. So uh, last week. Yeah. On the return of the 209 to the Infinity podcast. Right. Uh, we talked about uh, Loki. Uh-huh. And then obviously uh, we, uh, we talked about my job. Yes, we and did. Just how it was going and how it started. You know, what was my first day and some things going on. Uh, I had a had a good friend of mine reach out, leave me a message, uh-huh. uh, uh, just tell me something. I got the clearance. He's like, "Go ahead, you can play it on the show." Okay. So I'm gonna play that. Uh, I just thought it was cool, man. So I just wanna, you know, he 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 took the time to send it to me. So I wanted to, you know, shout out. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Let's go. God damn it, you're getting it, baby. And if ain't nobody else told you, I'm gonna tell you, you're fucking killing it, dog. Fuck, I'm so fucking proud. Man, I, Jelly Roll, <laughs> shout out, send message to me. I appreciate that shit, dog. Love that song yeah, so much. Man, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, just kidding. That's Jelly Roll from yeah. uh, Miles Zero. But I did want to uh, tell you, I got beef with fucking Jelly Roll, man. Yeah. He's starting to piss me off a little bit. Okay. What's going on with this Jelly Roll? This is the second tour in a row. Oh, yeah. He has not come west of Colorado. Right. Two in a row, man. Yeah. And it's starting to piss me off a little bit. Yes. Like you've got fans here, and when you continually neglect them, yeah. Like I went in the comments, dude, and people were like, "Nothing in Utah, nothing in Vegas, nothing in Nevada, nothing in Washington. Yeah. Why are you coming to Cali?" Like tons of people, and he doesn't acknowledge it. He doesn't respond. Everything is south and east coast and i don't know and in his defense i just want to say that i know that um california is one of the kind of we're like the last holdout in this covid precautionary state i know that come june 14th everything was gonna lift but uh and and but we we were California was notorious for being much stricter than a lot of other places. So, and I don't know if this is the case, but he may not have been able at the time when he was booking the tour to book anything here because they weren't prepared or ready yet to start doing that. Cause I know my favorite band 311 didn't book. They have a show in Sacramento coming up, but their summer tour isn't starting until well into August and is rolling into October where generally they'd start in June 
and go through August. That's your summer tour. It's the summer, right? So no, they're not starting until August, but they've got Cali dates, but they're much later. And so I don't know if that's what the deal is with him, but I'll, I'll tell I'll tell yeah. you this. I'm not going to let you let him off the hook. No, no, no. I don't. Here's why. Because there's no Arizona. Right. There's no Washington. Right. There's no Nevada. They're leaning. There's no New Mexico. There's no Montana. There's no nothing. Nothing right. west of Colorado. Right. So it's not the California thing. Right. And the, the last con, the last tour he had set up pre-COVID, same thing. All south, east coast, nothing west of Colorado. Well, the shitty thing is we were supposed to get him with Tech 9. That was awful. Thank, 100%. Thanks, COVID. We were going. Yeah. We were oh, 100%. Dude. We were going. Jelly yeah. Roll, Tech 9, Chris, King Iso was there. Oh, man. He was going to be killing it. Yeah. So, absolutely. But, like... And it sucks because we've talked about this. You know how much I love Jelly Roll. You yes. know how much I'm a fan of him. We, we stopped. We, he was not that big when we started really pumping him up. No. And he's, he's blown up. He's and come a long way since we first saw him. he's insanely talented, insanely good. Yes. Very relatable. Yes. People love him. We love him. But... And I don't know the reasoning why there's nothing on the West. I don't know. And then maybe there's a good reason. But as a fan, when you don't come out, people get pissed. Like people want to support you. Yes. And when you don't do things for your fans, you know what I mean? This is a massive market too. Like let's just Huge say. Huge market. Let's just say for argument's sake, maybe he feels like his following isn't as strong out here. Well, you know, Jelly, there's only one way to get a strong following out here. You got to come out and perform and show people what you can do. Because sometimes, and maybe, is he is this a headlining tour for him? Yes. So maybe he feels like if he's not piggybacking off of another artist, people wouldn't come out. I don't know. Again, devil's advocate. I'm not sure. Tech Nine. Yeah. Never misses Sacramento. No, he does not. Yellow Wolf never misses Sacramento. No. All of our artists that we love always hit Sacramento. Right, correct. The, very rarely have we been like, oh man, they're only going to be in the Bay. Yeah, yeah. Very rarely. It's, it is rare. Now, yeah. post-COVID, that might be different. I don't know. Correct, yeah. Right? Because I'll be honest, like I love Atmosphere in Cypress Hill. Yeah. But I'm not going to Berkeley, man. No. I'm just I, not I, doing it, man. No, I can't. You know what I mean? I want to. It, I'm but sure I can't. the concert would be amazing. I'd oh. love to see Cypress Hill and Atmosphere. Phenomenal, dude. If, That's if, a if Cypress crazy Hill, combo. If Cypress Hill and Atmosphere were coming to Ace of Spades yeah. on a Tuesday night, yeah. I'd go. And as stated last episode, I'm tired. Tired, tired, tired. <laughs> My body weary. Yeah, right. Tie, yeah. Bill. Yes. But I'd figure it out, man. I, I think like I told you on the phone, I think that that combination of those two artists with their hardcore followings and, you know, at Cypress Hill at one time, multi-platinum albums, huge radio success, were headlining massive festivals. And then you got Atmos uh, Atmosphere who have their own heat packs ace of spades by himself so i'm thinking they had to go to the greek theater in berkeley which is just bigger i think they just needed a bigger venue and i don't think sacramento has that in between bigger venue you know sax got ace of spades and harlow's and then you basically go to uh the memorial auditorium or arco arena like there's no i don't think sac has that in between size venue you know what that i mean six thousand that yeah they need they need something like i yeah I, I don't think they've got anything and I, 
Hey, if I'm wrong, let me know. Like, I saw Chris Tucker at the Sacramento Community Center Theater. That might be, might might have worked. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But if I'm wrong, let me know. But I don't think Sacramento has a venue that would accommodate them. And I think that's probably the problem or the reasoning behind that one for them. Because that'd be a phenomenal show. Have you ever seen Cypress Hill live? No. But I only saw him like kind of uh, in, I only saw him for the first time in the last like eight years. Uh, with they opened for 311 and they put on a killer show. You forget I, how many songs they did until you see them live. It's but crazy. I'll tell you this. I don't buy that, and here's why. Yeah. If Snoop Dogg could play Ace of Spades, yes, they can bring their ass to Ace of Spades. Dude. Sure they could. That's but- 3,000. It's going to be packed. Look, sh- people haven't been to Is concert. Is that how much Ace of Spades sold? 3,000 people? Yeah, something like that. Really? Yeah. I, it doesn't look like it when you're yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's 3,000. That's insane, yeah. dude. But like, that's the thing to me. Like, We usually play pay 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. Right? To see Tech or Yellow Wolf, right? Yeah. We paid, what, 95 something or 100 something for Snoop? Yeah, somewhere something with like tax that. and right, all the other right? stuff they had on. It was in that ballpark, yeah. But we paid it because it was Snoop in that right. kind of atmosphere. Right. And yeah. I don't know if I've been to a better concert. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Right? So if you have a good enough, like, people will pay more. You'll still make your money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it, man. It's it's hard. I know I would love to see that show, but you're right. I'm not going to Berkeley. I, right. I just can't swing that. I, uh, and it's interesting right now. Like I said, a lot of the a lot of these tour dates, because all of a sudden now everybody's announcing tours, and I am noticing that a lot of them are just starting later. I think they're giving the venues time to get back into the groove because we've been shut down and done for so long. Like, and, I, and maybe. Maybe there's an issue with Ace of Spades and Clarence, and maybe they're in trouble because of the COVID and the yeah, money yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Harlow's, and maybe that's the case. Yeah. But that's not it because it's not like, I mean, Cypress Hill and the, but like, no one else is coming to California, like right. anywhere. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like yeah. Tech said fuck Sacramento, but we'll be in Fresno. Right. There's nothing on the West Coast. Yeah. Like, text coming in October, I think I showed you. Yes, you did. Yeah. But, like, that's the first thing that I've seen of anybody, and it's not till October. And it's like TBA. They don't even have no, a no, no. date on it yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so but, it's, but it's on there. Ace of Spades, Tech right. 9. He's coming in so October. So, at least, yeah. it's, you look at the schedule, he's coming. Yeah. This day. We don't know what time. We don't know who's going to be. What, but he's coming, like. No, like that's the only thing I've seen for Sack. Yeah, and I mean, I tried to. Uh, it's funny because I tried to. Uh, my band, like I said, my favorite band, 311, isn't even starting their summer tour until August. I think it's COVID related. I'm sure. So they're playing Sacramento. They're playing in Cal Expo, where the where the uh, minor league uh, yeah. soccer team plays. Their minor whatever Sacks minor league soccer team is. I can't remember the name of it. Sac Republic. The Republic. Yeah, they're playing there. But what's funny is. Whoever they have is their person that helps them book their tours. I don't know if they handle it themselves or usually you have a guy that helps you with that. They booked it. It's the day after my birthday, which is cool. And I haven't bought tickets. And here's why. And they're my favorite band. It's because there's no chance in hell it will sell out. They booked it on the same day of Aftershock with Metallica. So literally, you got 311 and a couple of reggae bands I've never heard of that are going to be at Cal Expo. And you've got... Metallica, the final night of Aftershock, one of their first times in Sacramento and God knows how many years, the biggest rock and roll heavy metal band of all time, arguably Metallica. 
and they got Yellow Wolf on that bill, and they got all these rock bands. Dude, it's gonna be a ghost town for 311. 311 is is a is a successful band, but not Metallica successful. They're, you know, more Ace of Spades level. You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't had a platinum album since the 90s or been on the radio since the late 90s. So, I'm just going like whoever. Did you guys not look at a schedule of what was going on? Like, how does that work? Like, I don't know. Whoever you got, you should fire because you're going to... Cal Expo is going to be empty that night. Like, you're talking about Metallica. That's like a juggernaut. That's like saying the Beatles or uh, the Rolling Stones. Like, it's Metallica, dude. Like, in Sacramento at a giant festival, Aftershock is like one of the biggest tours that rolls through Sacramento every year. Like, it sack stops for that show. Like... I mean, Limp Biscuit's going to be there. Like, yeah, all these crazy bands are going to be there, dude. And it's like, and they bring hip-hop in, too. Tech Nine's done it. Yellow Wolf's done it. Run the Jewels has done it. But primarily, it's heavy metal and rock music. And it's just like, I, I, I'm thinking, the last time I saw 311 before COVID was at Cal Expo with the Dirty Heads. And I remember looking around going, damn, you know, this venue is a little big. It's like kind of empty. Like the grass was full and in front of the stage, but all the seats around were people scattered here and there, but it was very empty. And I'm like, fuck, what is this show going to look like for them? So I'm going to like play it by ear and just see, and I'll probably get, if I decide to go, I'll get tickets the day of. It's not going to fucking sell out, but I like kind of worry that this will sour them on Sacramento and they won't want to come back. Like, I hope that's not the case, but you know. Metallica, Seether, yeah. Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, huge. All people that I've heard of. Yeah. And I'm not a rock guy. Right. I mean, obviously, I heard of Metallica, but sure you Seether, I've heard of. Rancid. Yo, huge. Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah. I've heard of all those. They're all Friday night. Yeah. You know. And it's Sunday. Metallica's playing. It's their second and final night. And yeah. Sunday, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Metallica. Uh-huh. Social Distortion. Crazy. Yeah. Pennywise. Yep. Rise Against. Yeah. Steel Panther. Yeah. Yellow Wolf. Yeah. I've heard of all those people. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. This festival and and what they've done with this festival now is they've extended it to Sunday and Thursday. So this is a big deal for Sacramento. Sac's going to shut down at Discovery Park. Like so to have my band playing at, at an opposite little venue during that, I worry. Like um, I wonder if they'll try to move it to Ace of Spades or a smaller venue if they don't sell enough tickets because I'm just like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen for them, dude. But like, anyway, man, I'm looking forward to getting back to live music again. Um, I'm actually, I actually booked, I'm actually got tickets for a baseball game. I love, out of all the sports, basketball, football, there's something about baseball live in the stadium that you can't match anything else. And they finally opened. It's, it's the hot dogs. It's part. That's a huge part of it, my friend. Absolutely. But they finally announced since we're going to open up June 14th, the, the country's opening back up, that you could get, they're opening up all the tickets to these games now. You can get full on seating because it was limited seating spread out before. So my son and I are going to Anaheim. I'm keeping good on my promise to get back to Anaheim and try to visit family this summer. So I have scheduled a game for July 30th. We're going to go to a Friday night game, A's Angels. Um, got the tickets booked. Got the hotel booked. I'm taking Friday off. And we're going to go Friday Friday morning. Get there. Check into the hotel. Drive over to the game. Enjoy a night game. They're going to do fireworks that night. And then we got all day Saturday to do whatever the hell we want. Meet with family. Go to the beach. Just hang out. But I cannot tell you how stoked I am to get to a, a, a to see my A's play again. 
to watch a baseball game live, to do something live. I am so excited. So the next thing that's going to get me excited is when I buy concert tickets again. I haven't done it yet, but I cannot wait for the feeling to click on a link and it says, you got tickets, you're going to be there. I tried to get tickets to the Wu-Tang Clan in Colorado and it sold out before I could go. Um, I got it. You know, we've talked about it. I got a bucket list. You and I talked about my bucket list to see a show at uh, Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Amphitheater in Colorado. Wu-Tang announced that they were playing with the Colorado Symphony. So I did a spur of the moment thing, which I never do. And I told my buddy, I'm coming out on this date. Are you guys down? They said, I'm down. I said, okay, let's do the show. I booked the car. I booked the flight. Um, My buddy said I could stay with him at his house. And I'm like, dope, dope, dope. I paid for the ticket for the plane. I paid for the, the rental car, which was crazy expensive. My buddy, I got a place to stay. And the concert fucking sells out. So I'm going to be in Colorado, uh, right there with the Wu-Tang Clan the day they play and not be able to scratch that off my bucket list. But I get to see a friend. So I did try to get concert tickets. It just didn't pan out. But, you know, there are resale tickets. I'm not going to quite 100% give it up yet. I'm hoping that those won't sell and they'll bring those prices down and I might still get to see the show. So your plans are not dead. They're not dead. But they're on life support. I still get to go to Colorado, which I've never been. Fantastic. I still get to see a friend I haven't seen in like over 10 years. Which And he was the bass player in my band. We lived in the same apartment complex. One of my greatest friends in the world. Two of my greatest friends. My guitar player and my bass player, Mike and John. Get to see them, spend time with them. And, uh, you know, if I don't get to... It's like he said, man. Well, you know what? Maybe that'll be an excuse for you to get your ass out here more than once every 10 years because you'll need to come back and get your show at Red Rocks. And I said, hey, fair enough. You got a point. I can't argue with that. But yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I... As much as I miss concerts... Yeah. And as much as I want to go back... Yes. I'm hoping that nothing pops up for a while okay three to four months okay because i do want to get a little bit more comfortable in my schedule okay yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean yeah like before i was like oh we got a you know yellow wolf tonight right on a Thursday or yeah. whatever, right? Right, right, right. I'd kind of just rearrange my day and just, you know, make sure I did everything else on the week so that my Thursday was kind of low-key. Right. You know what I mean? L- not low-key. Not low-key. Different. <laughs> Episode re- review coming in two more episodes. Yes. Uh, low-key so that, right. you know, I knew I had the concert and then I would just kind of, you know, rearrange my day so I wasn't, like, spent. Sure, sure. It's not an option now. Right, right. So... I don't, if something amazing comes up, I'll do it and I'll figure it out. Right. But I would like to rather wait till like September. Yeah. Well, like I said, my band 311 isn't coming to town until October. There's no chance in hell it's going to sell out. So I'm just going to wait and play it by ear and see what they do. Um, but so far, a lot of bands are announcing all of a sudden everybody's like, we can do this again. So there's been a lot of groups and bands that I like announcing shows, but I haven't pulled the trigger on any of it because either it's like Atmosphere and uh, Cypress Hill, Berkeley, not going to happen. The Dirty Heads announced that they're playing a reggae festival in Placerville, of all places, at the Placerville Fairgrounds. 
but it's the Dirty Heads and 50 reggae bands that I don't give a shit about. So I'm not going to sit there all day or just show up for the Dirty Heads, but pay a full price ticket. Um, what's the one that's in um, Monterey, the big festival that they do every year? Cali Roots. Yeah. Cali Roots has Atmosphere, Damian Marley, Ice Cube. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm going to go to this. It's in, uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's in the summer at some point next year. Like it's not till next year, but it's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I forget exactly the dates on it, but it, I don't think it's 2022, but it's soon, but I'm like, awesome. But what they do is it's three days. So atmosphere is one day with a bunch of people. I don't give a shit about cubes one day with the people I don't give a shit about Damian Marley's another day with people. I don't. So I'm like, damn it, man. I don't want to buy three days worth of tickets to see three artists. Put them motherfuckers on one day. Don't do that to me. So, so far, there hasn't been anything that I really wanted to pull the trigger on, except that Wu-Tang was Wu-Tang and Big Boy. Man, I've never seen Big Boy live, and he doesn't get enough credit, dude. Since he left Outkast, he's made some phenomenal albums. And then it's the Wu-Tang Clan. I know we've already seen him, but the Wu-Tang Clan with the symphony backing them up? That's that's a different that's a different ball game. Oh my god, dude! I can't even imagine how dope that show would be. That didn't happen. I digress. But I am ready to get back. But I hear what you're saying, man. It looks like it might be Tech Nine in October for you, right? It might be. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't see you saying no to that. Well, the other thing too is 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 as a professional employee. Yes. Yeah. Um. I now accrue. I like that professional employee. I like, like I'm that. not working. Yeah. At, you know, I'm yeah, a professional. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that. You I know, love it, as man. a professional employee, um, yes. you're not running the Slurpee machine no, at Seven no. Eleven. You're a professional. No, no. How long for the burrito? Yeah. <laughs> One minute. Yeah. Ah. Hot on the outside. I see in the middle. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Encino Man, by the way. Yes, classic. classic. I haven't seen that in a minute. Yeah, that's an old school. Nice play. When, when Paulie Shore was famous. He still had a career, yeah. yeah. Uh, but as a professional, uh, I'm accruing sick time and vacation immediately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like, you know, three hours, four hours, you know, a pay period or whatever, a little under four. Right. So, if I don't have anything till October, right. I can... You know, I'll be able to accrue some stuff and then I will also be comfortable in my schedule and that kind of stuff and work around it. Yeah. You know, um, the, so I'm also one of the things that I learned is like I now have a little bit of stability. Right. Where I'm not working for my nonprofit and I didn't really do stuff because I was always worried that at any point I could lose my job. Right. Not because of anything I did. Right. But now I have some stability. So guess what? I'm not going to be sitting on my vacation hours. I'm not going to be sitting yeah. on Yeah. Right? Yes. So if I'm going to take, maybe I take a half day. Right. Or maybe I take, it's on a Thursday and I take that Friday off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. So. Uh, a lot of things be changing. Uh, I feel you, dude. I've been sitting on my vacation hours. I plan, like I said, I plan this trip to to go catch the baseball game, and I plan this trip to Colorado, and then my wife and I in September are going to Florida to go to Disney World. But I I, I started looking at my my checks and looking at my uh, you know the app where I can track all my hours and everything. Right. ADP the uh, the employee payroll app. I had 70 plus hours of vacation time. I'm like, what the hell am I doing, man? I work my ass off. It's time to cash this in. Cause at first I was like, all right, I'll leave Friday night after work and fly out to go to Colorado. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm flying out Thursday night and taking Friday off. Same thing with the Angels game. 
oh man, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Friday after work and go catch a Saturday day game. No, Thursday, we, we leave Friday morning and take Friday off and catch that night game Friday and don't fry in the Anaheim sun all day. We're not, we're not 20 anymore, man. No, no. Yeah. yeah. No, no reason to make it harder on ourselves. Absolutely. You know, like you say, man, work harder, not smarter. There it is, man. Hey, work uh, smarter, not harder. Yeah, Excuse me. Don't do it the other way. Then you're, no, just, then that, you're just being silly. That doesn't work. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, checking it, this episode out, for being here, uh, us talking about, uh, we talked about a lot of things, man. That was like a- We did. That was like a smorgasbord of stuff yeah and you know what's interesting is there's one topic that we had a plan to touch well, let me on let me say some yes yeah. i'm looking let me tell you how much i'm looking forward to because we look we talked about uh chatter patter's wedding we talked yes. about uh you know scott's jewelry game yeah okay. that's look, bling hey, bling hey, every time i come on my city bling bling yeah trans am <laughs> ring on my finger, finger. Ah, nice nice rapper's discretion yes uh but next week we're going to talk about two things okay we're going to talk about the new dmx album that dropped uh at the end of may we exodus got yeah we didn't have to get a chance to talk about that and then what i'll tell you what i'm going to bring i have a comment or a statement about the upcoming Black Widow movie Ooh. that Bill doesn't know I want to talk about. Oh, so I'm excited now. We're going to have a little Marvel, little DMX, and it's going to be fun. So make sure you check that out next week. As always, follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, drop a comment. You never know when you're going to be featured. We appreciate every single one of you. Thanks for liking. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this journey. And until the next time, Bill... Get us on out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty and it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Oh, nine. Trans Am. Peace. <laughs>